C.J. Gardner-Johnson and some of those players. But watch the reaction now of this football team. This is a milestone moment for them to come in here and get this win. Not the same old Lions. The 1-0 Lions. They come in to Kansas City on opening night. And beat the champs. Well, the NFL is back for another season. Two great commentators here, just by the by, with the opening weekend throwing up a few surprises with the champion Chiefs going down to uh, the Detroit Lions, as you've just heard. Aaron Rodgers, a big debut for the Jets, carted off after just three plays. Tua's arm was on fire for the Dolphins. Garoppolo has a, a successful debut with uh, the Raiders and another come-from-behind victory for the quarterback. And... The Patriots dropped their first uh, game to the Philadelphia Eagles, who many have as favourites go to go one better this year and help us to make sense of the gridiron goings-on in the NFL Patriots. Uh, beat writer uh, Zach Cox is with us this morning out of the United States. Zach, good morning to you and thanks for your time. Good morning, gents. Thanks for having me. Hey, nothing like a surprise to get a competition underway, and that certainly rides with Detroit. Yeah, absolutely. That That's a team that really came into this year with, with a lot of hype. They were kind of the, the preseason darling, a, a team that hasn't had a lot of success in decades, really. They've been one of the longest suffering franchises in the NFL, but they really came out strong uh, with that win, as you mentioned, over the Chiefs. Uh, I think the Chiefs are going to be fine. They were missing two of their best players in that game. No Travis Kelsey, uh, no Chris Jones. Those players should be back soon. So I don't think it's reason to panic for Kansas City, uh, but certainly uh, some early season optimism uh, for the folks up in Detroit. Right, let's uh, go to, to your neck of the woods because uh, I know you're very passionate uh, about the New England Patriots. Of course, uh, Bill Belichick now, I think, in his 23rd year. He's 71 years of age. He has uh, a record um, second to nobody as such. But uh, you came up against a, a pretty tough nut first up in the Eagles. Uh, yeah, record second to nobody, but really not so much in the last couple of years. Uh, ever since Tom Brady left the Patriots uh, before the 2020 season, uh, Patriots haven't won a playoff game. They've basically been a 500 team. Uh, they've been so- sort of looking to recapture that uh, that magic and that success they had for a long time. Uh, and last year was a really disappointing season for them. Uh, I think this was an encouraging start for them, despite the loss. Uh, obviously, uh, you're never looking to, to start off your season 0-1, uh, but they played the defending NFC champions uh, a lot closer than, than a lot of people thought they would. I think you saw a lot of positive progress for them uh, on defense and especially on offense. Uh, they've, they're reaching a point where they eventually have to turn these close losses back into wins, uh, but I think you were, there was a lot of uh, moral victories, at least, that they were able to take out of this, uh, this week one game. It's an interesting one, Zach, because uh, obviously uh, an NFL franchise has to have a great relationship uh, between the head coach and the quarterback. I mean, they run the cutter. And obviously Belichick and Brady have that. Uh, Whoever was going to fill in for Brady was going into some pretty tough shoes, quite obviously, Uh, and obviously uh, with Belichick as well. How's how's, uh, Mac Jones and Belichick getting on now? Uh, A lot better now than they were last year. Uh, Last year was... Uh, a really bad situation all around for the Patriots. Their, uh, their longtime offensive coordinator, Josh McDaniels, he left last offseason uh, and the 
the solution that Bill Belichick came up with to replace him just really didn't work. He tried to take a defensive coach and a special teams coach and make them their offensive coaches. Uh, and it really just kind of blew up in his face, face and really hurt uh, Mac Jones' development and Mac Jones' kind of overall relationship with the team and the coaching staff. Uh, they were able to remedy a lot of those problems this offseason. They brought in a really experienced offensive coordinator in Bill O'Brien, who had been with the Patriots in the past, had a lot of success during the, the height of the Tom Brady era. Uh, so the early returns on that uh, have been positive, and it does seem like things are moving in the right direction. Uh, but, I mean, as you mentioned, it's not easy to, to follow Tom Brady. Uh, I, it would be a major upset if, if Mac Jones even gets close to matching what Tom Brady was able to do for this team. Uh, but the Patriots are just hoping that he can be a quarterback that they can at least uh, win some games with. Can I go to the, the Cowboys drubbing, and it was a drubbing, 40 to nil over the New York Giants, which is not a great sign for, for the New York side, obviously, but a quite an unusual game of, of, uh, of football because there was no, um, from what I've got, there was no actually passing touchdowns in that game. It was more about intercepts and short runs to the line as such. That's quite unusual in a 40 to nil scoreline, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely unusual, and it was strange to uh, to see Dak Prescott's final stat line. The the Cowboys quarterback. Uh, you look at a forty to nothing game, and you think that he probably threw for four hundred yards and had a couple of touchdowns. He only had one hundred fourteen, uh, hundred forty three passing yards, only thirteen completions, no touchdowns in that game. And as you mentioned, it was uh, it was running plays, and it was just kind of uh, special teams in defensive plays. They had a blocked field goal for a touchdown. They had an interse interception return for a touchdown uh, and then a couple of those late touchdown runs. So uh, if you're the Giants, you kind of have to go out of that game and say, man, that's, this was just a day where absolutely everything went wrong for us uh, and our luck's not going to be quite that bad every single week. Uh, but it certainly was not uh, an ideal start for them because uh, they were not quite on, on the Detroit level, but they're another team that a lot of people had some decently high hopes for coming into this season uh, and definitely off to the wrong foot after that first game. 49ers 30, Steelers 7, very comfortable there. Um, and, and Brock Purdy uh, back in, in charge of running the cutter on the field for uh, the 49ers. Uh, people raved about his uh, performance to the end of, uh, towards the end of last year. Uh, looks like he's going to be a factor this year as well. Uh, yeah, that was one of the more kind of resounding results from this opening weekend. The 49ers are probably the most talented team in the NFL. They have one of the best coaches in the NFL in Kyle Shanahan. The problem for them in the last couple of years is just they haven't been able to stay healthy. They got all the way to the NFC Championship game last year, uh, and then Brock Purdy ends up getting hurt in that game. They essentially don't have a quarterback uh, and then end up losing one game short of the Super Bowl. Uh, they've got to be able to keep all of their pieces healthy and on the field. Uh, but if they can do that, uh, I'd say they're probably the uh, the very early Super Bowl favorite, uh, just with the, based on the the talent that they have, both both on the field uh, and on their coaching staff. Okay, I'm, I'm going to get on to Aaron Rodgers uh, very shortly with what uh, really unfolded yesterday. But um, let's let's look at where he's come from as well. Uh, Green Bay Packers 38, uh, Chicago Bears 20. Uh, what did you make of that result for a new-look Packers side? Uh, yeah, it's, the Packers are probably going to be one of the more unpredictable teams in the NFL this season, or at least they were so 
going into this week because Aaron Rodgers has been their quarterback for the previous 16, 17 seasons. Uh, Before that, it was Brett Favre for more than a decade. They've really had more stability at the quarterback position than any team in the NFL over the last 25, 30 years. And now you're asking a guy uh, in Jordan Love who has been in the league for a couple of years, was a high draft pick, uh, but has never really played much football coming into the season. He is the, uh, the top dog now, that starting quarterback. Uh, and this was basically an ideal start for them. They were playing against a team in the Chicago Bears that was one of the worst in the NFL last year. So uh, you got to take opponents uh, into consideration there. Uh, but the fact that they were able to put up 38 points, Jordan Love threw for... Uh, 245 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, um, a very strong debut for him. Uh, and I think a, a strong statement for a, a new look Packers team that, that's really kind of entering a new era. Well, there's no doubt, actually, um, that uh, Aaron Rodgers was uh, the biggest move uh, in, the, in the off season, and especially in terms of quarterbacks anyway, um, at the most publicised. Uh, yeah, and so uh, a lot of expectation going into um, footy last night or yesterday in the Jets uh, in the end, 22-16 over the Bills, uh, which I think was a bit of a surprise anyway, even with Rodgers, but he left the field after just a blink of an eye. Tell us about this. Uh, Yeah, this was really devastating, uh, I think, for the Jets. They've been a team that, especially in the last couple of years, they've got a really good defense. Uh, They've got some of the best or one of the best young wide receivers in the NFL, one of the best young running backs in the NFL. But they've been looking forever for that quarterback that can take them over the top and bring them back to contention. Aaron Rodgers was supposed to be that guy for them. They traded a couple of draft picks to the Packers to acquire him. Uh, And then, yeah, as you said, four snaps into his season, into his first game as a Jet. He tears tears his Achilles. That's going to keep him out for the rest of the year uh, as a guy who is going to be or is closing in on his 40th birthday. It may end up being a career-ending injury. We don't know that yet, but uh, it's certainly a gigantic blow for the the New York Jets, who are now back in a situation where they have to start a quarterback in Zach Wilson, who was so bad and so poorly liked last season uh, that he not only got benched, he got demoted to third string midway through the year. Uh, Now they're back uh, having to rely on him as their starting quarterback. Uh, I I still think that they're talented enough uh, and they're well coached enough that they're going to be a competitive team. I, they may even be able to to sneak into the playoffs somehow if if Wilson plays well enough. Uh, but this was a team that people were uh, thinking Super Bowl entering the season, uh, and now those hopes are are pretty much uh, off the table. You have to really, uh, I suppose, feel very sorry for uh, the people at the Jets. You know, you know the, the people that have paid the money for uh, Aaron Rodgers, but you, you also have to feel. Uh, sorry for the promoters, the marketers, etc., who have really said, hey, he's our man now, and this is going to be a great season. So much of the, the advertising and promotional spend around Rodgers. Oh, and so much of the, uh, the kind of the primetime television scheduling as well. Uh, he's in, or the Jets are in kind of the marquee TV slot, uh, I believe six or seven times uh, in this NFL season. It's close to half of their games. Uh, the, the league very clearly expected them to be uh, must-see television every single week, and, and they would have been had Rodgers been on the field. Uh, but, yeah, now this is a, a team that is essentially back in the same position it was last year where 
Uh, it was one quarterback away from uh, from being a real contender, but instead was just kind of struggling in that that middle ground of mediocrity, which obviously is uh, not what any TV executive or marketer uh, wants to hear. That's a poor result, isn't it, for the Bills? I think Josh Allen was picked three times. Um, that would that would be a, a bit of a setback for them. I know it's only early, but they were they were had high expectations. The Bills. Yeah, it's certainly disappointing. Uh, there are three Josh Allen interceptions, as you mentioned. They're all three pretty dumb plays, too. It wasn't a situation where uh, a defender made a great play and happened to get the better of them. Uh, there were three bad decisions. He also lost a fumble late in that game. Uh, there were some some cracks showing in this Bills team, uh, in my opinion, coming into this year. It's re- They've really been uh, one of the, the better teams in the NFL for the last three or four years, but Uh, They haven't been able to get over the hump. They've lost in the playoffs the last couple of years. There's been some drama behind the scenes, some infighting with some of their better players. Uh, And then they come out here in week one and they can't beat a kind of reeling Jets team that has uh, a quarterback who was one of the worst in the NFL last year. Uh, I think that's a pretty strong indictment uh, against what the Bills have right now. Obviously, as you mentioned, it's just week one. I still expect them to be uh, one of the top contending teams in the league this year, uh, but they certainly don't look as formidable. Uh, don't look don't look like as formidable an opponent um, as they have in the last couple of years, and maybe as some people thought they were just a couple of days ago. Is it going to be a good year for the Dolphins? Thirty six, thirty four over the Chargers. Uh, it's been a bit of speculation over here in uh, NFL fans that the Dolphins might have a, quite a good year this year. I think at the moment you have to say that they're the favorite uh, in the AFC East uh, over the Bills, the Jets, and the Patriots. Uh, I'm not completely and totally sold on them as a legitimate Super Bowl team, and that mostly relates to uh, to the health of Tua Tagovailoa, their quarterback, who uh, suffered three or four pretty serious concussions last season. Uh, there was speculation this offseason that those might – even end his career. Uh, he ended up coming back. He's taken some steps to sort of manage the way he plays and try to limit those injuries. Uh, and I think if he can stay healthy and they can fix some things defensively, I think they're going to be a very, very difficult team to beat this season. Uh, up in New England, the Patriots are playing them this Sunday night, and that's going to be a real kind of litmus test for where both of those two teams are. Um, as franchises and as contenders. But yeah, if they stay healthy and if they uh, fix a couple things on the defensive side of the ball, uh, they certainly have the talent to compete with anybody in the league. Zach, just finally, before we let you go, any other results um, that surprised you or raised an eyebrow over the weekend? Um, it's always interesting in week one to see how some of these, some of these games shake, shake out. There was a lot of bad football uh, honestly, over the weekend, uh, it's kind of been that way the last couple of years. Uh, the NFL has changed uh, its rules around preseason training and what teams and players are allowed to do. Uh, so you always end up coming out in week one and really for the whole first month of the season, you just see, you see a lot of mistakes. You see a lot of fumbles, a lot of penalties, a lot of interceptions. Uh, the fact that the Broncos weren't able to to get a win in Sean Payton's first game, they looked very much like the Broncos that we saw last season uh, with Russell Wilson really struggling. Uh, The Rams came out and beat up on the Seahawks, which was a surprise to me. Uh, They were a team that was just 
demolished by injuries last year and seemed to be in kind of a rebuilding mode. So the fact that they were able to come out uh, and beat a playoff team by double digits, double digits in week one was certainly a, a strong start for them. Uh, and then the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, they just gave Joe Burrow a $500 million contract, the richest contract in NFL history. Uh, and then two days later, they got stomped by the Browns 24 to three. Again, I don't think you should read too much into, into any of these results. Uh, it's not, at all uncommon for a team to get blown out in week one and then go on to have a very successful season and even potentially a championship season. Uh, But there were definitely a few results here uh, that most people would not have expected. Zach, absolutely brilliant to catch up with uh, you. And thanks so much for uh, picking apart uh, week one for us at uh, some fascinating results, uh, which will be remembered for the demise of Aaron Rodgers, I'm sure. Uh, thanks so much for your time, and uh, let's uh, hope the, Pat- the Patriots, for your sake, have, have a pretty good season. Eh? Thank-, thank you so much. Uh, absolutely. Thanks, guys.